Okay, I have to say I am in heaven because I love dogs. <laughs> and there's a funny story that Mary Ann Farrell tells, which is not part of my sermon, but just happens to fit with all of these beautiful pets. When her father-in-law was a, was alive, he was a vet. When he was dying, the nurses came into his room and he would say to them, I don't step on the dogs. Because he imagined he was hallucinating that there were all of these dogs around his bed, running and jumping, and he thought, oh my gosh, that's how I want to die. Mm -hmm. I want to die surrounded by dogs. Anyway, we are talking about death today because of uh, the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man does not have a name, you will notice, which I didn't know until, I didn't really pay attention to it until I started reading this week for this um, parable. And Luke and Jesus had much to say about riches, but it's not that having riches is bad or awful, or that you are a bad person if you're wealthy. Is what we do with the wealth that we have. The rich man sees Lazarus, Lazarus laying down at the gate. How did he get there has been a question people have puzzled over for years. There's one thought that his friends laid him there. The rich man would see him and the other was that um, very distracting this morning. <laughs> oh, and to shame him, to shame the rich man. Maybe if the rich man sees Lazarus laying at the gate, he will be so filled with shame that this poor man has dogs licking his sores that he will give them something to eat, maybe a place to stay, maybe even some medical. We see these ads on television all the time. The children that are in the third world and starving, I know. Or the Humane Society ads, which immediately I'm grabbing the remote and changing the channel because they're so painful. And I purposely don't give money to these charities because I'm not really into that kind of thing. But it obviously works or it wouldn't be on television. Repeatedly. So, even after both men die and go, well, the rich man goes to hell and Lazarus goes to lay in Abraham's bosom, the rich man doesn't change. He still wants Lazarus to wait on him. Make Lazarus come and put water in my mouth. Make Lazarus do this and to which. Abraham says no. If you cannot be good, if you could not be kind to him when he was alive, why should Lazarus be kind to you when you're dead? And so they have this little back and forth throughout the passage. And we have a, an overturning, which Luke likes to do throughout his gospel. In the Magnificat, Mary says, the rich will be sent away empty, and the poor will eat their fill. So we're seeing a, 
a resolution to that in this story. It's also part of the prodigal because the rich man, he's always conniving like the prodigal. He's trying to think of a way to get Abraham to fill his needs without having to Don't worry, I'm almost done. As I said, it's not that it's wrong to have means. I think we often get caught up in that whole idea that if we're not giving away everything, then obviously we're not doing what God would have us do. But nowhere in the Bible does it say, give away everything and live like paupers. John Wesley sums it up best. He wrote, work as hard as you can, save as much as you can, and give away as much as you can. Which I think is a perfect way to live. It's not shaming us for having things. It's not shaming us for wanting the best for our families. It's merely calling attention to being able to share the excess of what we have. And Tony Campolo, who is a wonderful evangelical preacher, if you ever had the opportunity to hear him, he'll just knock your socks off, said, I hope you to a group of people. I hope you made a million dollars. I want you to make a million dollars. But I want you to spend that million dollars wisely. If the rich man had even given Lazarus a few shekels, Lazarus' life would have improved drastically. In fact, so would the rich man's. Because instead of thinking only of himself, he would be thinking of others. That's what the story is about. Yes, you can have things. But we also have to remember that there are those among us that don't. And we are to share the bounty that we have in our own lives. In the words of John Wesley, give as much as you can. Amen.